Here we are, my brother, man. Yeah, Again, man, I appreciate you taking the time out to do this, bro. Of course, Because we've been trying to do this for... God damn, forever. For months, for months, bro. <laughs> we've been for trying months. to do this forever, man. Forever, forever. Yeah. But actually, like I said, before I even was going to actually do it, you yeah. were the first person. I was like, yo, I'm thinking of do this, and I would love to talk to you. I would love to, yeah, to be man. one of the, the first people I speak to. So up, happy bro. that you honor, man. Able to honor, get some time. Honor, bro. Happy that we get some time. And for you don't know, if you don't have successful people in your life, if you getting on their calendar is extremely hard. You know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, that's <laughs> yeah. a fact. So, because, you know, they're always, you know, he's an entrepreneur. He has a lot going on. Hey. And uh, for people who don't know Kyrie, you know, he's my roommate, my sophomore year of college. You know, we were close yeah. before that, but, like, that whole experience really, really changed my man, life. We grew up, yeah, we grew up. Yeah, I grew up. We grew up. Yeah, man. man. He, he showed me how to move in that environment because it's a different environment than what we're, that I was originally used to. Mm-hmm. Showed me how to move, changed my mindset, told me how to stop doing the things I was doing, how yeah, to completely yeah. just change, yeah. how to really grow as a person. And you helped me do that, bro. So I'm right. forever appreciative of you. And that's love, man. For real, that's man. Love. For real. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I said, that's my big homie, my big yeah. brother, man. And, I, without you, I would not be in the same place I'm in, I am today because, like, all the things I do now, the reading and the chasing my goals, it, it all started with a seed, you feel me? And you That's were the me. first person to really plant that seed in my head it from sophomore year. And then after you, even after you graduated, you kept yeah. progressing. Like, and like a lot, I said this before, like, a lot of relationships after you graduate college, mm-hmm. they could fall off. All the time. You man. know what I'm saying? But we got closer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got closer and... You know, he helped me, we'll get into that later, but he helped me yeah. with my finances. He taught me how to budget, taught yeah. me how to, you know, take, you know, take advantage <laughs> of financial instruments that where you come from, you don't learn about those financial right instruments. Yeah, everyone's always talking about stocks and this and that, but he's yeah. like, oh, bro, like, that's not what, there's other that's things out there. Yeah, yeah bro, there's so, there's so much, so much to this, to this finance game, bro, yeah. and so much that, that isn't taught out here. You feel me? It's a, it's an amazing thing to get into. Bro. Yeah, and you've been killing it, dog. Yeah, been killing <laughs> because it. of you, bro. Like, <laughs> like I said, it all starts with a seed, bro. Like yeah. especially when you're talking about the way you think yeah. and like the mindset right. that starts with a seed. Like someone has to plant that seed, and then you water it and it grows. But you were the first person yeah. to plant that seed, bro. So Absolutely, bro. Super appreciative hey. of you, man. Super appreciative. Of course, of you. bro. Of course, man. Of course. I mean, I always tell people, you know, I, I, mentorship is the number one thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I can't. I can't take credit for anything I've done and anything that I'm going to do mm-hmm. without thanking the people who's helped me along the way. Right? Yeah. Anyone who tell you that they've done stuff on their own, have made it on their own, straight bullshit. We're gonna, we we got to get into that later. We got to. <laughs> you know what I mean? We we gonna get into yeah. that, bro. But that's that's straight cap. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I can only uh, I, I think about my mentors all the time. My mentors mm-hmm. I've had in the past. And the mentors I have now, and mm-hmm. the mentors I'm going to continue to have, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And so I just believe it's, it's just every person's right that if you're taught something, you got to pass it on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially, you know, especially us being young black men, right? Mm-hmm. There's different things that we have to do, and different ways that we have to act and proceed into the world, right? Mm-hmm. And if one of us is finding out how to do so. Mm-hmm. We got to be able to pass it on. You know what I mean? And so just like how you're saying, yo, Kai, you did this for me, you did this for me. Mm-hmm. I know that you done passed it down to the youngins after you. Of course. You know course, what I mean? Of course. Every time I came back to visit you at Muhlenberg, it was so wild because I saw myself in you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Appreciate and then that. saw you and the youngins that you was teaching. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And so the way that our relationship was, you continued that with everyone that you came in contact with from there. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So Appreciate you continue that. to do that chain. And that's the only way 
that 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 more people is going to be able to learn mm-hmm. um, and be able to progress. I appreciate that. You feel I appreciate me? So, that, man. so big love, man. Yeah, man. So for the people who don't know Kyrie, mm-hmm. I'll give you guys an introduction. Even though the man don't need one, <laughs> but you know he's first off graduated college, and yeah. from the first thing he did was this is what a very important lesson for people. So he studied yeah. communications and um, communications. Yeah, media and communications. Yeah. And you might think, oh, he studied media communication, but then yeah. first thing he did is got into finance, got yeah. working with people in financials, mm-hmm. and that's important because the most important thing I think in life, and I think a lot of people miss this, is mm-hmm. communication. That's it. Like if you know how to communicate with people, then you kind of everything else is easy, bro. You can do anything. Yeah, you can do anything, and it's wild. You, you know, you was a finance guy back in yeah. school, right? Most of us can't communicate. Most of, you know, <laughs> most people can't communicate. Yeah. So I, you know, I remember like, you know, I remember our boys in accounting and shit like mm-hmm. that. You know, they used to be staying up to about three in the morning. Yeah. Right, just doing the papers, they doing their tests, all that good stuff, mm-hmm. and I was knocking out five page papers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll knock it out. I'll be done by twelve. I'll be chilling, and he's like, "Oh, Kyrie, you know what I mean? Meaning, meaning, comedy, no real major. What? You just chilling? You chilling?" And I remember I used to tell them, I was like, "Bro, what we're moving to in life, mm-hmm. communications is key. What you guys are doing right now, mm-hmm. you guys won't be able to make your money without people like me, mm-hmm. right? Or people who's able to communicate. Yeah. Big." companies um finance companies you know lawyer anything Mm -hmm. right in order for people to make money they got to be able to communicate it to other people yep you know what i mean so i used to tell them i said okay i said you guys do that but i'm gonna continue this right here because y'all gonna need me (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) the advertisements learning how media is going i mean we saw how media was has been transforming over the years Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's continuing to transform so the ability to learn media, mm-hmm. one, and then be able to communicate to people and communicate yourself through media mm-hmm. um, and, and just communicating to, you know, people to people is yep. just so important. You know that, what I mean? That, that, I think the most, the most important, you know, That's and it. after that, he got into finance and he started working as a financial advisor. And yeah. I mean, I remember after you graduated, that growth I saw you go through from like that first year of graduating to, yeah. you know, just the, the year, two years. It's like, whoa. Because yeah, it was like sharp, like yeah. sharp. You were already sharp, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just three seven, you know what I mean? Right now, you it was me. always sharp, but it was like just to see it transition into the business world, right. and then not and, and it was interesting to see other people mm-hmm. who you didn't know at one point starting to take a strong interest in you and like, well, that kid's special. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? A lot of Absolutely. different entrepreneurs and that upper income bracket was saying, you that that kid's special. Yeah. That kid has something, mm-hmm. you know. And then I saw you transition into okay, I could kill it here working with other people's businesses mm-hmm. than to see you transition into I'm gonna be an entrepreneur on my own yeah. and then see you go from I'm from New Jersey I'm gonna go down south where I don't know the culture mm-hmm. you know basically I don't know the language, language in Miami yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the culture <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the culture I don't know the language I'm gonna go out there there's a great business opportunity I'm gonna take the risk already making six figures in this yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave this mm-hmm. take the risk and go out there and do it and to see you go through that process and do it and uh, we talked about this off camera, we'll get into it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fake entrepreneurs out there, but Absolutely. to really see you go through the real process of entrepreneurship, Facts. I think was beautiful. And to see you continue to do that and continue to own things. Thank now you, you own part owner in a big real estate complex Ooh, in Miami. Man. You know what it's I mean? Like, Just all the things you have going on, bro. It's, you know, yeah. it's an honor to be a friend, to be a brother, to know you, and to bro. I get free game. You know what I mean? That's, that's it, it. That's <laughs> it, bro. That's it. I get a lot of free on, game, man. man. Free game, man. So Pass it on. I gave you a quick induction, man. Just you know, tell the people what you got going on, who you yeah, are. Man. Thanks, man. Um, like you said, bro, I'm Kyrie Hughes. Um, born and raised in New Jersey, from Newark. You know what I mean? Um, grew up in Plainfield. Um, went to school in St. Peter's Prep in Jersey City. You know, Prep for Life. That's my people's right there. Mm. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like that's one of the 
the changing moments that I started going through. You mm. know what I mean? When I'm with the prep, that was a life changing, you know, four years for me. Mm. Um, you know, played football at prep. Um, got introduced to Muhlenberg College. Uh, Coach Donnelly, rest in peace. You know what I mean? He came and found me. Um, and went to Muhlenberg. Was a four-year starter there. Of course, had my trials and tribulations, as we course, all have. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, wouldn't trade those years for the world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Got to meet, you know, our family. You know, mm-hmm. Mike, Jeremy, you know, Max, Petey, you know, uh, goddamn Amir, everybody, bro. You know, mm-hmm. the whole squad that we grew up with, really, mm-hmm. in those four years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, spent some great time at Muhlenberg. Met Christian. You know what I mean? And when he was a freshman... You know, when I was a senior, this this kid was off the walls, off the walls. I remember I'm like, yo, who is this kid? Who, who raised this kid? I said the streets don't raise him. Nah, nah. I said, this kid is off the walls, man. But but Christian has always had something special. You know, you always had something special, bro. Um, and we've always connected, of course, through football. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, coming from Jersey, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and just laughter, you know what I mean? I, like, you've made me laugh until I cry, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and from that point on, you know, when, when Mike and Jeremy left and I had to do another semester of ball and stuff like that, you know, I didn't think of anybody else but you mm-hmm. to come in here, you know what I mean? Of course, Pedro, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like, yeah, these boys got to come in here with me. These are my little brothers, mm-hmm. you feel me? And um, like you said, we, we, we gelled even more mm-hmm. from that standpoint, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, you know, then of course, after leaving Muhlenberg, got into finances, like you said, with mm-hmm. Northwestern Mutual, um, been running a practice with them for six years, um, yeah, and, and growing, right? Mm-hmm. Northwestern, beautiful company. Um, they have taught me a lot of game, right? And like mm-hmm. you said, you saw a lot of transition with me when I left school mm-hmm. to getting into the, you know, the real world, as we call it, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, man, it was, it, it was light years that I grew up. You know, mm-hmm. between those years of being with Northwestern, yeah. um, people who were making money that I've only dreamt of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. People who are doing things and making, making you know, rapper money, you know, ball playing <laughs> money, yeah. and they're not famous. Yeah. You know what I mean? These guys, you know, you know, a thousand followers, but making fifty M's a year. You know what I mean? Some of these guys making twenty five M's a quarter. I love how you said that. You know what I mean? Like. That, that that taught me to change my mindset, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and I remember when I sat down with, with John Gazakis, you know, big shout out to John. He's the one who uh, was my managing director with Northwestern, who mm-hmm. pretty much brought me into the business. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you remember his daughter, Cassandra, yeah, 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 you yeah. know what I mean? They Big shout out to them. They, they've helped change my life because mm-hmm. they introduced me to finances mm-hmm. and the importance of it. Mm-hmm. And I remember I sat down with John and I was like, man, I'm a media and communications major. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know nothing about finances. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, the reason how I even got introduced to him, because Sandra, you know, who was, you know, we were cool in school. You know what I mean? Um, but this is why you should always walk around with a smile and be nice to people. My mom has always taught me that, you know, every time I seen Cassandra, we didn't really have too many long conversations. Mm-hmm. But it was more like a, hey, how you doing? Smile. Mm-hmm. Keep it pushing. And we literally did that for four years. Wow. You know what I mean? We yeah. didn't sit down and have a conversation for more than 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? Hope your day's good. Hey, how you doing? Hope your day's good. Smile. Oh, hey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Four years straight. You know what I mean? And so when John called me, um, you know, which is her father, mm-hmm. she go, he, you know, he goes, hey, you know, my name is John Gazakis. I work, you know, I'm a manager director with Northwestern. My daughter, Cassandra, speaks so highly of you. 
And I'm like, Sandra Gattakis? I like, oh, you mean Cassie? Yeah, 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 yeah no Cass. Yeah. She talked to you about me? Dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dope. <laughs> oh, man. Word. Word. What's she been up to? I haven't seen her in a while. And he's like, yeah, you know, she's killing it as a financial advisor. Only 21 years old and making six figures, killing the game mm. in finances. And she thinks that you can be amazing at this. Mm. Now, at the time, I was on my way to go to D.C. to work for uh, CBS Sports and broadcasting. You know what mm. I mean? I was getting all my stuff together. I was about to start making about 34, 35 grand a year mm-hmm. being a sports broadcaster. Um, football wasn't working. I was like, cool. I was not going to the professional lane, mm-hmm. but I'd rather stay in sports and media lane like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was probably about two months away of actually moving down to D.C. Mm-hmm. and start my job with them. And, um, you know, he said, listen, you know, come in. I know you're not a finance guy. And I remember he did a little chuckle when he said that because I was like, oh, John, I don't know nothing about finances. I'm a communication guy. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> he did a little chuckle. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? And he goes, yeah. you know, that's exactly why I want you, you know, mm. to go to your point of communication. Right. He goes, that's exactly why I want you to come work with us. That's why exactly why I want you to come do this, because I'd much rather grab someone and take a chance on someone who's able to communicate to people mm-hmm. than a you know brainiac from harvard who knows all this information mm-hmm. but can't spill it to nobody mm. and even that sentence right there changed my way of thinking you know mm-hmm. what i mean um he was like you know what's the oh, quick, quick 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 before mm-hmm. we get it i want you to, to, to really expand on that right there because yeah, yeah. you meet a lot of people who feel like oh i'm not a brainiac from harvard i can't yeah. do certain things right you know on. what i mean but just real quick explain to someone like mm-hmm. The process of learning something new yeah. and then excelling at it and then having a the belief that you could pretty much learn to do anything you're really going to put your, your mind to and effort to. Absolutely, bro. And that's exactly what he told me. Mm-hmm. He said, anybody can learn anything as mm-hmm. long as you're willing to do so mm-hmm. and you have the right teachers, mm-hmm. right? If you have access to the information, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And the willingness uh, willingness to, to really learn it, mm-hmm. you're good. You can pick up anything, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, people just got to be hungry enough to really want it. So I go, okay, but why would I really want to learn finances? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's when he goes, come into my office. <laughs> <laughs> come into my office, right? And I, I remember I was sitting on my couch and, you know, I told my mom, I was like, oh, mom, these people, ah, what do I do? I'm on WCBS Sports. I'm not going to go. And, you know, my mom goes, you know, you always, you never shut any doors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, keep all your options open. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if you're set on doing something, mm-hmm. another blessing could be coming in. And if you block that out, you're blocking that blessing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You got to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. And that's just, you know, one of the many things I learned from my mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's still my mentor to this day. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so I said, okay, I'll give him a chance. I go all the way up, 78, to Annandale, New Jersey. Yeah. 45 minutes away from my crib. Yeah. It speaks to a dude. I'm like, I'm probably not going to do this finance stuff anyway, but... My mama told me to keep my, my options open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bro, when I tell you, I sat down with him, and that was probably the best 35 minutes of my life, bro. Wow. He sat down, and he pretty much broke down finances to me. And within about 10 minutes, the way he taught me how people make money, mm-hmm. I've never heard it before. Mm. I and, and it just clicked to me, because... I understand money, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, forget this. He said, let me let me talk to you about money. You like money? I said, absolutely. He's like, let me tell you a little something about finances and about money, mm-hmm. right? And when he broke down different ways of how pretty much generations have been making money, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? How, you know, let's, let's put it out there. 
you know, how these white folks been making money for generations. He just put it out there like that. You know, he said, man, this is what we've been doing for years. <laughs> this is what we've been doing. <laughs> this is what we've been doing for years. <laughs> you know? And that's another reason why I respect this man. He's very real. Right. Mm-hmm. This is what we've been doing for years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when he explained generational wealth to me, mm-hmm. blew my mind. You want to drop that on us real quick? Yeah, 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 bro. I mean, so the first thing that he talked me, talked to me about was life insurance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, he's uh, talked about assets. Mm-hmm. He talked about the things that you could do to make money, right? Mm-hmm. But he said making money doesn't make you wealthy. Mm-hmm. If you go out there and you're working and you're making a million dollars, two million dollars a year, but you're going out every single day to work for it, that don't make you wealthy. That means you just got a nice paycheck coming in. Yeah. Right? He said, but when you put money away and that money is building on itself without you doing anything for it, that's wealth. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. He said, time is wealth. You're putting money to side and this money is building for you mm-hmm. and you over here doing something completely different. Mm-hmm. That's residual income. That's building wealth. Yeah. Right? And then he said, the you know, when you look at life insurance, which is a real under under the radar wealth builder it is mm. America's best kept secret. You mm. know what I mean? He looked at it. He said, think about this. He said, let's say I put, you know, my, I just had a daughter. Mm-hmm. I put $100 a month into this. Every single month mm-hmm. for my daughter. Put away, put away, put away. So by the time she's 18 years old, she probably got like $19,000 set up in it. Right? Mm-hmm. With this product because of the way it grows. Mm-hmm. But I heard doing nothing for it. Mm-hmm. I still don't give it to her. She goes to college. Mm-hmm. I continue to put $100 way into it. Mm-hmm. Four more years go by. She probably got like $26,000, $27,000 in it. Mm-hmm. Still don't give it to her. Mm-hmm. I continue to put $100 more into it every mm-hmm. single month. She finds her husband. She gets married. Hey, daughter, here's $50,000. Mm-hmm. Go start your life. Mm-hmm. That in itself... Mm-hmm was a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because now you talk about someone who is just starting out in life and has 50 grand to start on whatever they want to do. Now, as an entrepreneur, I think like, man, if someone just handed me 50 G's, <laughs> what the, what? <laughs> I can get it shaking. You know what I mean? Yeah. She can go buy a house, mm-hmm. which is another form of Mm-hmm. You know, generational wealth, right? Mm-hmm. You buy a home, you own it, you have equity in it, it continues to grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Most people save and bust their ass to just try to put a down payment on a home. Mm-hmm. She already has it out the gate. Mm-hmm. If she want to do it, she go do it. Mm-hmm. Bang it, right? Mm-hmm. So then he goes, now I'm putting $100 into hers, but I've been doing the same thing for myself for about 20, 30 years, right? I have about $5 million covering myself. Something happens to me, mm-hmm. her and her family mm-hmm. are about to acquire five million dollars mm-hmm. and then you know what she's going to do she's going to put the same things on herself and her kids mm-hmm. and now that she got five million dollars she's worth way more so now maybe she'll put you know 10 15 million dollars on her life mm-hmm. and then when something happens to her her people uh, get 15 million so it's like a domino effect a domino oh, effect. Okay, okay, okay. You know okay. what I mean? Because now they're building their net worth together. Oh, okay. Right? So she just got slapped with five. Now her life's worth more. I put 15, she gets slapped with. You know what I mean? And then, same thing. When her kids acquire that 15 M's and they're worth so much money and they got all these assets, they're able to have more and more insurance on themselves. They're able to acquire more assets. Mm-hmm. And so then, when something happened to her kids, uh, okay, I see what you're saying. You I know what I mean? Saying. Now they're about to acquire 25, 30 M's. And all these assets. 
and, and that's generational wealth. That's old money. You know what I mean? Mm. People have been doing this for generations. Mm. You know what I mean? And so that's why when I always tell people about, you know, um, the equality of people in America, you know what I mean? I understand that things have changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And we do have a lot more opportunities than our ancestors have had. Mm-hmm. But when when one part of the world has been able to pass on generational wealth like that, the knowledge, mm-hmm. the free labor, <laughs> you know what I mean? To be able to keep all that profit. I, again, I look at it as an entrepreneur. If I don't got to pay my employees, you know how much more money I keep to myself? Build up a whole region like doing that. What? <laughs> I could build the whole country. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could build the whole country too. Yeah. If I don't got to pay nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So think about that. And then that money and that profit has been transferred to generation and mm-hmm. generation to generation and generation for hundreds and hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And then what? We probably start to learn this. We as in minorities just start to learn this now. Yeah. We're still learning. You know what I mean? And so when I talk about equality, it's not that it's more of we don't have the same opportunities. It's just that we've started so far behind. You know what I mean? You've already had generations of wealth mm-hmm. on top of you, generations of knowledge on top of you. I didn't think I hear about anything about a financial advisor till I got into it. You know what I mean? I've met people in this industry that have known about financial advising since they was 14, 15. Yeah. You know what I mean? Since they were young. They yeah. Their parents have already set them up with financial advisors by the time they got their first jobs, when they're 15, 16 years old. Yep. So by the time they were my age, when I first started learning about it, they were already ahead of me. Yeah. And I'll put a little side note in there. This mm-hmm. is why I thank you so much. Of course. So when I had my first internship when I was, what, 20? 20, yeah. 20 years old, my junior year of college, the first thing Kyrie said is, yo, come talk to me. Right. And he set up a financial instrument for me mm-hmm. where if I die, anything happens to me, my nephew gets, I think, what, two mil? Yeah, about two like mil, that, yeah. Two million dollars. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. So I've been paying that every single month since I was a junior in college. Yeah. Now it's profitable. Yeah. Now I don't even pay it. Now yep. it pays me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like just things like that. Like just to think, wow, if something happens to me, not only does my nephew get two million dollars, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's profitable It's profitable, for profitable. absolutely. You know what I mean? I have absolutely. an instrument that's not only profitable, like you're saying, mm-hmm. it's going to build generational wealth for me. Absolutely. And I'm not saying it's like, if I, I don't want to die, yeah, you know, but course. I just live a little so bit co- easy. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm like, if I get in this accident right now, golly, they're going to be all right. <laughs> We're going to be all right. Yo, it's so crazy. When yeah. you don't got to think about that stuff, morbid things don't really affect you. It's not yeah. so insensitive anymore. Yeah. Well, we joke about this in my crib all the time. Mm-hmm. My mom be like, shit, something happened to me. Y'all about to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she like, bury me and have a party. Don't even be sad. Yeah. I go out there. I'm like, man, something happened to me. Uh-huh. Y'all about to get $3 million, $4 million. Yeah. What? <laughs> Y'all better party the hell? Because I, it, it's just a peace of mind that yeah. we have. You know yeah. what I mean? And when you have a peace of mind over something like that, you're not scared mm-hmm. of those different type of things, right? I don't mean go out there and just be wild. Yeah, I'm you know what I mean? No, 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 I'm, trying, I'm, to, gonna be I'm wild. trying to turn that two into ten. To you know ten. What I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm trying to live it. Yeah. But it's a peace of mind knowing that, damn, if something happens to me, mm-hmm. my people are good. My people, my family's all right. My family is straight. You know what I mean? And just that alone, if you have, I mean, parents think about that all the time. You know, mm-hmm. as a parent, the biggest thing they want to do is make sure their kids are good. Yeah, actually. So, yeah. You know what I mean? I guess I signed up for my goddaughter, actually. You feel me? <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then for my mom, you know, she walks through it with so much ease. You know, my dad, you know what I mean? You know, big shout out to my step pops. You know, my, my, my dad, man, he, he walks through life with so much ease. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they know they have set things up that if something happens to them, mm-hmm. me and my brothers are good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they they live life to the fullest. You know, man, my mom is 
she go all over the place. She live life, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that's because she's worked so hard to set things up and know that if something goes down, mm-hmm. you know, we straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Point yeah. by period, bro. You feel me? Uh, so generational wealth is so, so important. And the more thing, the more you learn about these financial instruments, like, you know, so many out here. There's so many. And, and so many things that we have to do mm-hmm. um, that you start to think differently. On and I want to just add that in there real quick. It's like, because mm-hmm. you talk to the average person, it's all like, oh, stock market or it's, yeah. what else? Real estate or stock Real market estate. is really what that. The only things that people talk the about. A- <laughs> the only thing the average person is really thinking about. Yeah. But it's just like, bro, like one of my closest friends, I love him to death, Elvis. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check out the Dream Wagers, great show. Uh, my brother Elvis, he has, I'm not going to give out his business, mm-hmm. but he has assets and things you don't even think about, like yeah. just how profitable sneakers are. Yeah, right and when he, Bro, I'm talking about a portfolio of sneakers. sneakers. That's, that's lit. And people are so worried about stocks. He shows me the, a return on a sneaker. Mm-hmm. It's way more than, what, 10% year-over-year return you'll get on the stock market. Yeah, yeah. Those sneakers are... The day after you buy them is higher than a ten percent return. That's it. So like, think even Asante likes to joke. He goes, "Bro, mm-hmm. if I go to Costco and buy two dollars of water cases, mm-hmm. I could sell a twenty. Was it come with fifty four waters at Costco? Mm-hmm. That's fifty four dollars. You sell them each for a dollar. For a dollar, I pay two for them. Yep, that's more than a ten percent return. Crazy. So like, ugh, it's, there's bigger things out there to think about and really Absolutely. think about how to make money in America than. Stock market, real estate, real job. Estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's so much more to it than that. Of course. And the crazy thing is that people only talk about those things and not even knowledgeable in those things. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's another stuff. You feel me? That's just a whole other thing. He's <laughs> like, oh, stock, 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 stock. Oh, you got to put money in stock. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. And then they make the dumbest decisions with doing stuff with stocks. Yeah. Right? What they don't understand is that stock, the stock market is a very wide thing. And of course, there's trading, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, where people put money inside, let's say, Apple. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a bunch of shares of Apple, mm-hmm. and I'm going to sell it when it's up. You know what I mean? Cool. That's trading, right? That's that's investing to the stock market, and that's being involved in the stock market, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's other forms of it, 401k, right? <sighs> People always think, oh, God, if I'm not investing in these, I'm doing my 401k. I'm good. Mm-hmm. No, nah, this is only one form of investing. You can't touch it until you're 60. <laughs> you can't touch it until you're about uh, 59 and a half. Oh, 59? Okay, okay, okay. 59 and a half years old. You know what I mean? If you try to touch it before, then you get hit with penalties and taxes. So whatever that you try to touch, you're at least getting hit with at least 35%. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so then when people are like, oh, I got money in my 401k, I'm going to use that to go start this. Nah, bro, because what you're doing is you're getting hit up front, and now you're what you have set up for your future self, you know what I mean, is diminishing. You're hurting your future self by touching a future self asset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So let's take it. And learn some more things so now that you can set your money up in ways where, okay, I could touch this investment mm-hmm. in the next two years. There's investments that you can touch in the next three to five years. Mm-hmm. There's investments that yep. you can touch in the next yep. seven to ten years. And that's the same conversation we had when we said something we, we like two months ago, something we sat down and talked about. It. I was like, oh, yep. these are assets uh, for the next 30. Yep. These are assets for the next 10. Yep. But now, right now, as you know, I'm focused on, okay, what's my asset for the next Five years, five for the years. next two to five years. And those are just all different categories of things. Of things, right? Finances is broad. You know, finances is just not about oh, let me put money here and and, and make some money for you. Nah, mm-hmm. nah. When I go into and I talk to people about financial planning and really being a, a money maker mm-hmm. and, and really building wealth is being able to put not only just put money away, mm-hmm. but be very strategic of where you put your money. Mm-hmm. It's not always about how much money you're putting away. But where exactly you're putting it at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People always misconstrue that, oh, you know, I got to have money to talk to you. And that's probably the biggest 
No. What? No. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. You just said it. I talked to you when you was an intern. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It it just has nothing to do with how much money you're making. So so knock on real quick, real quick. So mm-hmm. just talk about that whole just how that myth of oh it takes money to make money. It man, it's what well, you know what? It does take money to make money. Okay. It does, right? But it doesn't take a lot of money to mm-hmm. make a lot of money. Okay, that's what you're saying. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you definitely gotta have money to make money because you mm-hmm. gotta be in the game. But people always make a mistake that you gotta have a lot of money to make a to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, you need time to mm-hmm. make a lot of money. You know what I mean? Okay. Time is the biggest money builder. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to know the knowledge of okay, if I put money here, mm-hmm. this is what it's gonna look like for me in this time horizon. Mm-hmm. If I put money here, this is what it's gonna look like in this time horizon. Mm-hmm. And I put it here. This is what it looks like in this time horizon. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I call it the the buckets, the funnels. Mm-hmm. We want to have a plot of money that's for our short term lives. We want to have a plot of money that's for our mid term lives. We want to have a plot of money that's for our long term lives. Mm-hmm. And then of course we have a plot of money for our retirement life. You yeah. know what I mean? We're building for four phases of life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From when you're young, all the way until you know you're about to expire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it's like, cool. How does all the work I've done in these phases? Going to the next generation. Mm-hmm. So now, when they start to meet with a Kyrie, you know what I mean? Yeah. How's that person going to set them up with those assets mm-hmm. for their next phases? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's not always about how much money you have, it's about being very strategic and knowledgeable on where you should put your money, which is it's so crazy that, uh, which is why you need a financial advisor. And it's so <laughs> crazy that people don't have them. Yeah. Uh, there's been some bad apples. In the finance world, that have given people trust issues, mm. I should say. You know what I mean? That's very, very sad um, because everyone, I don't care who you are, a doctor, you're a bum, mm-hmm. you are an NFL player, yeah. you are the you're yeah. freaking, you know what I mean, Elon Musk. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need a financial advisor. There's a there's a, a, a YG song mm-hmm. at the end of it. I think it's Bulletproof. Yep. At yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of it, he goes... <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Now you're ready for the world. Get you some lawyers, some doctors, some top financial advisors, some get some Dodger and riders on you your team. I mean? and now you're ready for the world. You're ready for the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? I call it the dream team, right? Yeah. Everyone needs to have a dream team around them. You need to have a, 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 a law professional around you. Mm-hmm. You need to have a doctor around you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You need to have a accountant around you. Mm-hmm. And you need to have a financial advisor. Now, a financial advisor and accountant, two completely different things. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy when I go into situations and uh, you know, I tell them a financial advisor, oh, I already got an accountant. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. I have a, I have a doctor. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're not talking about finances. Yeah. Your accountant helps you with your taxes. Yeah. He helps you with your accounting. Mm-hmm. He does not help you with your investing. He does not help you with your planning. He does not help you with your, you know, protecting your assets. Mm-hmm. All he's doing is making sure he punched some numbers to help you with taxes. Mm-hmm. That's a completely different thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you got to have all those things around you to like YG Point to go take on the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because without it, you're naked. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to have someone that's on there. And it's, and it's like going back to it, it's, it's crazy that some bad apples have messed it up for a lot of people out there. Because now a lot of people feel there's a stigma to financial advisor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to, as every time I say I'm a financial advisor, I have to prove myself that I can be trusted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is okay, right? Because I do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's okay. I, I, I stand on my yeah. business. You yeah. know what I mean? Once I go inside a a meeting or I talk to somebody, mm-hmm. I have enough confidence in what I do mm-hmm. and my portfolio and my resume mm-hmm. that as soon as we sit down and have about 20 minutes, 10 minutes, you get to see what I'm about. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. I'm yeah. sitting here talking to you. Mm-hmm. Within the first five minutes, 
you know what's up with me, right? Mm -hmm. And if you could trust me, right? Yeah. Based on my knowledge, based on the things that I ask you, based on all the things we talk about, you're like, all right, cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got you, right? Yeah. You, you could be over here. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's um very, very important, bro. Mm -hmm. Very important. Um, again, it's all about the knowledge of things and time instead of how much bread you got. Something I wanted you to talk about a little bit because one, I think it's the future. Mm -hmm. One, I think it's a lot of young people are very, very excited about and interested in doing yeah. is entrepreneurship. Right. Um, but what's also scary, as you know in anything, when we used to play football, there was the fake athletes, there yes. was the people who were actually working hard. Of you know what I mean? I think the same thing with entrepreneurship. There's mm -hmm. a kind of... A lot of people are interested in it, but a lot of people are kind of just, some people are starting LLCs, but mm -hmm. then that's just it. Yeah. And a lot of people start things, but then a year later, you check back in on that thing they started and they're no longer doing it. Yeah. You know, it's, there's no, the, the consistency and all that, it's lacking, but it's a trend and it's cool to say, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, So I yeah. want you just to, the good, the bad, the ugly, yeah, the pain, bro. the tears, the happiness of what that journey was like coming from Jersey yeah. and leaving corporate mm -hmm. and and going into the entrepreneurship. Yeah, definitely, bro. Um, you know, I, I, I was working so hard with, with uh, Northwestern. I still am, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, and what it taught me to do is, you know, as I was out there helping other people make their dreams come true, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I like that. I said, I have to come do the same things for myself, right? With with, you know, just being a financial advisor was, you know, a great life for me. Mm -hmm. But that was just the beginning of my journey. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I was like, cool, I'm going to take this. And if I could do this for this company, because I started to learn how the company makes money. I'm yeah. like, cool, I'm making great bread. Yeah. I said, but the guy above me is making, <laughs> what? And then the guy above him is making, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I said, man, I got to do this for myself also, right? Mm -hmm. Everything's about a blueprint. And once you figure out your system, you figure yeah. out a blueprint, mm -hmm. you're good. John Gazakis, again, to go back to him, the many lessons that he taught me, he goes, people don't run businesses. Mm -hmm. Systems do. Mm. People run the systems. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. People run systems, and systems make your business work. If you let, There's a song by Nip, right? You know, I'm a huge Nip fan. Mm -hmm. And he put in one of his songs that, you know, it's not the workers who are going to be the the most powerful people of the world is the people who build the blueprint. Mm -hmm. The people who make the blueprints and make the systems mm -hmm. are the most powerful people in the world because they're given a blueprint for everyone else to follow. Yeah. And if everyone else is following your blueprint, that means you're making money yeah. off of all I, these people. And I think a, a great example for the people who might not understand that is yeah. if you look at a franchise. Yep. If you go to McDonald's, the fries taste the same, the burger's the same. If you go to Starbucks, the coffee's the same. If you go to Burger King, nasty burger's the same. If Word you go to Wendy's, everything's the same. You Word feel up. me? Mm -hmm. And that's a blueprint. And mm -hmm. it's something that someone taught me as well. Is yeah. It's a lot better to make 4% off of 100 McDonald's than 100% off of one. Off of one. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that blew my mind. You know what I mean? Because that's all a system. It's not so much, I'm so smart. I mm -hmm. work so hard. I'm such a genius. Nah, it's bro. operating in systems. And even for your life, mm -hmm. like you were saying before, how you plan out your day. Yeah. Having systems for your life is also very important as well. It's amazing, bro. The systems run everything. If we don't have them in place, we're, we're going we're gonna to fail 100% of the time. Mm. You know what I mean? 100, yeah. 100% of the time, we're going to fail if we don't have our systems in place. Mm -hmm. So I learned the systems. Northwestern have a beautiful system. They're one of the most powerful companies in the world. Yeah. Right? Don't in they, the world. Don't do the, the bowl games for, for, for NC. Which do, ones they do? They do all the Rose Bowls. They do. They have so much money into the NFL. They have all money into the NCAA. This is a uh, this is a company that has been around since 1856. Oh, my God. 
over 170 something years. You know what I mean? They got they got old money. They, <laughs> they got 300 billion dollars, over 300 billion dollars sitting in a reserve. What? In a reserve. Not even this is they kick. This is their emergency fund. Got 300 <laughs> billion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not even their investments. Their emergency fund got over 300 billion dollars. You know what I mean? Jeez. <laughs> so I learned from them. I've been learning from these people. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I've been learning yeah. from. I've been learning their blueprint of how they make their money. Mm-hmm. And I said, cool, once you have a blueprint, mm-hmm. you can pretty much put any product to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the blueprint is all about people and skill building. It's all about clientele building. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So then once you have that, you could tweak that to any industry. I love that, bro. You so we got to touch on both those. Please. Absolutely, yeah. bro. It's it's so important to be able to deal with people mm-hmm. and then to be able to um, to build a clientele. Mm-hmm. So there's different ways you can do it. You can do very transaction, mm-hmm. right? There's transactional businesses. Mm-hmm. And then there's client building businesses, right? Mm-hmm. When you do a transaction, you can yeah. trans- I could probably give you something. I'll probably never see you again. Mm. Okay. Right? But as a client of mine, I can see you now. You'll probably get something from me. Mm-hmm. I see you in six months. We build a relationship. You probably get something else from me, mm-hmm. right? I see you another year after that. You're like, man, I'm, I'm familiar with this guy. Mm-hmm. You get something else from me. Mm-hmm. Another six months after that. Yeah, I'm really good. To get something else from me. You feel me? Yep. So now I'm taking one person, and now you'll be getting something with me, with me mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, right? You are a residual income for me at the moment. Mm-hmm. My clientele or anybody's clientele, if you keep having this person come back, that is a client that is residual income. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to build clientele, mm-hmm. that's, you know, yeah. more than likely your business and, is going and to fail. Those, and I think the two things that you said are really powerful because I think the two things are the two things people don't want to do. Right people don't want to develop themselves nope. and people don't want to learn how to deal with people. That's it. But it's like, those two things will make you wealthy. <laughs> That's it. Those are the two things because everything is based off of human behavior. The stock market is based off of human oh behavior. Oh my gosh, bro. There's nothing special that any company does that any financial advisor does when it comes to the market. It's all about us. All about the consumer. The consumer drives the market. Mm-hmm. If the consumer says that this is bad, guess what? That thing is going to do terrible. Mm-hmm. If the consumer is saying this is good, guess what? That thing is going to go through the roof. the roof. And how do you try to see or try to predict what things are going to do well? You got to know people. You got to know the trends of people. You got to know where people are liking. You got to know where people mindsets are going. Mm-hmm. And once you learn that... That's when you have a better idea of how to plan out your money and mm-hmm. invest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because everything is unpredictable. People are unpredictable. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so you got to be able to learn people and you got to be able to deal with people. The mm-hmm. only way you're able to learn people is to deal with people. Deal with people. <laughs> and get I mean? better at it. Because like, I think sometimes what I see with people is they fall into that, well, this is just the way I am. Like, yeah. I'm not going to change. But I heard something good, and I love T.D. Jakes. I'd be watching yeah, his videos course, on YouTube. Man. He said once, he was like, people love to say that this is just the way I am. But it, he said, but what if the way you are isn't working? Isn't working. You know, do you have the courage to change that? Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The most successful people are the ones who adapt to change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's something that always that sticks in my mind, right? The people who stick into their ways, eventually you die out, mm-hmm. right? You think about older companies, Radio Shack. You know what I mean? Bro, you know Best Buy could have bought Netflix? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. You know why? Because these important companies, Apple is so huge because they continue to adapt. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? 
any place or any entrepreneur, any system that continues to adapt, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and change their ways and change with time because people change is inevitable, mm-hmm. right? Those are the ones who are going to be the most successful. Mm-hmm. And usually when people don't change their ways is one, pride, and two, laziness. Mm. You know what I mean? You're too prideful to understand that things are changing or you're too lazy to learn a new, a new way of things. Mm. You know what I mean? And eventually you die out. You mm-hmm. get complacent. And someone else, the next big dog is going to take over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I took those things and I said, you know what? I'm going to go start my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, you know, as you know, I have a tourist agency out in Miami. Right? Mm-hmm. And I remember um, <clears throat> my mom was in Turks and Caicos uh, chilling. You know, I told you my mom would be chilling. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was in Turks and Caicos. I'm in the office. She called me. Kyrie. Oh, this loud noise in the back. You should see this bike looking party going whatever thing on this island it's so dope mm-hmm. right she said they got drinks on it they got a dj on it people are going wow oh man they're having such a dope time it's beautiful on this beautiful island i want to do it guess how much it is 90 dollars a seat mm-hmm. i said damn how many seats are there? like 15 i said oh man that's that's dope right so she's like you know this is something that we should get into. Now, of course, at the time, you know, um, I have, um, you know, me and my family have about 30 acres of land out in Virginia that me and my brother um, own. And um, we were dealing with a lot with real estate. Of course, I started learning stocks. And then, like you said, mm-hmm. I started going to real estate, right? Mm-hmm. My mom is a, has been a real estate mogul for over 20 years. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's where she got a lot of her assets in. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, she was teaching me the game of real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, you know, once I started making some money and things like that, I said, cool. Me and my brother, let's go get into some real estate. Mm-hmm. Let's get some acres in Virginia. Let's talk about buying homes. We invested into uh, the Tulsa Real Estate Fund. Mm-hmm. My boy yeah. Jay Morrison, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All learning about real estate. Mm-hmm. And then, so I'm busy with financial advising, you know, real estate things, what I'm going to do in Virginia, all that good stuff. And then she called me with this, you know what I mean? Which is a very different type of revenue system. Mm-hmm. Finances and real estate is our assets. This was my first entrepreneurial type of thing that I was doing for myself mm-hmm. learning how to go to another place and learn tourism service you know what I mean again you got clientele building right? yep. it's all about a service you're giving yeah. so I said mom look come home with all the information my mom's retired by the way you yeah. know I mean? she, <laughs> again living life she's been yep. retired for over 10 years now she's 47 48 years old now mm-hmm. you know what I mean she's been retired for 10 years mm-hmm. um, so you know I said mom look Work with me and my businesses, um, and we could take it, take this thing over. You're too smart to die down, right? Mm-hmm. Figure out what we need to do with these bikes and how to get them to America, mm-hmm. right? Probably took her about two months. Mom's a genius. My mom's a genius. Yeah, I already know your mom. She be on the time she be on. Bro, took her about two months, right? I remember she came into my office. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Drop a drop a foul on my desk, and I'm like, yeah. "What is this?" Open it. Is every single thing about these party bikes. Mm. Anything, where they were made, how long they've been into America, where you can you get them from, how you can you get them made, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. All in how much they are, how much to start the business up. Now, the beauty about it is that this part, these party bikes are a brand new industry. They've only been in America for 10 years, mm-hmm. which if you know, you know, you know about business, 10 years may sound long, but really in business terms, sure. 10 years is you're a baby. Especially you're a for an industry. For, for an industry, industry a short time. you're a pup. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you talk about industries that have been around for hundreds of years. Yeah. So this compared to 
every other industry are babies. This is a brand spanking new thing. Yeah. Which uh which is cool to me, right? Now that discourages a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That discourages a lot of people. But to me that's really cool because when you think of things as an investor, the people who make the most money are the ones who get into it early. Mm-hmm. The people who make the most money, like Nip said, are the ones who create the blueprints, mm-hmm. right? So I said, cool, if this is a system that's going to work because it's a great time, right? Mm-hmm. 15 passengers, you know, whatever, you know, you could drink on a bike in some places, some places you can't. In Miami, I can't drink on a bike, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I had to change mm-hmm. and adapt that, okay, how else am I going to make this work? So I partnered with people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People who do serve drinks, yeah. you know what I mean? That's adaptation. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. If I could build the system around this, if I could build a blueprint around this of a brand new industry, we could make this thing pop, right? So I had became the youngest party bike owner in the world and the own and the first black owned party bike in the world. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. Right. I started back in 2018 and my experience with it was wild. So while I was getting everything together, you know, I said, Where can I put these things? Right? Everything else is about location. Mm-hmm. I thought of LA, I had connections in LA. Thought about New Orleans. I got a bunch of connections in New Orleans. And I've been going to Miami since I was like 18 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? And one thing about Miami is that it is so cutthroat down there and mm. so political. Mm. And you really have to be in the know, right? And you have to know the right people. It's all about who you know in Miami. How can you connect with people in Miami? Because they make their own rules. Like, whatever happens in the rest of the world, don't matter. If you go to Miami right now, there is no COVID. Wow. <laughs> COVID don't exist in Miami. <laughs> Mi- COVID what? We don't go by the same rules as the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the case for everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got down there, and the biggest thing I said was, if I can make this work in Miami, if I can do this here, where it's one of the hardest places to own a business, there's so many businesses that pop up in six months, they're gone. You start a business in Miami, seven months, they're gone. Mm-hmm. If you're there with a year or more, like you're being very successful in Miami. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. I'm going on three years down there. You feel me? Yeah. We running it, yeah. right? But it's all about if you're able to withstand. People give up all the time. Mm-hmm. So I said, if I can go there and we can create a blueprint and create a system here in Miami, yeah, I can take that and duplicate it all over the world, really. Yeah. Just all over the country, then all over the world. I have 20 places already laid out that I'm going to try to drop these bikes. Miami was my first, right? So I've been down there, bro. And like you said, bro, it's it was a struggle mm-hmm. at first, right? I got, you know, took my money that I've saved up over the past, you know, I, I guess at that time I was working at Northwestern for about three years. Mm-hmm. Just put my money away, um, put my money in investments. I believed in the vision that me and my family had. Um, I told my brother, hey, look, you go work as a state trooper. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to have stability in this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's all about building your dream team. And, and time out, time out, time out, time out. Because I think that's mm-hmm. that's a major key. That I don't want to walk past. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. How was it? What was the process of creating that family vision? Yeah, yeah, bro. It was, um, everyone just had to be on the same accord. The excitement, the hype, and most importantly, the trust. You know what I mean? Trust is a huge, huge factor. A lot of times people say you shouldn't get into business with family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I could see why they would say that. Mm-hmm. But my family is so, it's such a unit, right? Mm-hmm. We move, we move like a pack. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We move as a unit and one man does their one thing, right? 
the 111th, as Donald used to yeah. tell us, right? Do your 111th. Do your job. We all have a specific job. My brother is not entrepreneurial at all. Rand- Randall is not entrepreneurial. Yeah. He don't got an entrepreneurial drop in his blood. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I am. Mm-hmm. But Randall's a worker. Mm-hmm. He... He is gonna go hard. He's at so what disciplined. He, he's disciplined so as disciplined. hell. Yeah. He is so disciplined. Mm-hmm. Whatever Randall said he's gonna do, he's going to do it to the T. Yeah. And that's important, mm-hmm. right? There's entrepreneurs out here, and then there's worker bees, mm-hmm. right? Worker bees are just as important as the thinkers and the entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because just like, you know, the system goes. System runs, uh, you know, runs businesses, but people runs the systems. Mm-hmm. So everyone is, is equally important. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, cool. You don't have a knack for this, but you're so disciplined. Mm-hmm. You can smart as hell, athletic smart, as hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was an All-American at the University <laughs> of Connecticut. You know what I mean? Track runner. Mm-hmm. You know, so of course, getting into these academies, you know, that, you know, to do these police things and stuff like that, he could just, he killed with a breeze. Right? Yeah. And then I remember a, he was training for his, uh, for the test. I'm like, when you got training ready, right? he do it. He could, <laughs> he could he wake went, up in the morning oh, and do this. Man. He went out there and killed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was a beast. Right. And then, of course, he's a smart kid. So, of course, he killed it on the exams also. Mm-hmm. Right. And then being black, you know, they needed some more of those to, to come in there. They needed more of us to be in there. I, they actually asked me. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm not. No. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not for that. But my boy is yeah. he going to run it. Yeah. Right. And so it was important for him to not only get a job to be stable, but uh, a reputable job, you know, a reputable career, like being a state trooper in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? New Jersey state troopers are one of the highest ranking um you know civil service jobs in the in the whole entire country wow you know what i mean if if stuff is going down in florida when these hurricanes go down mm-hmm. they call up here to the new jersey state troopers to go down there oh really and when katrina hit years ago mm-hmm. they called new jersey state troopers to come i didn't know that bro like they train crazy yeah you know what i mean so he needed to be the one to be stable for us mm-hmm. right so i went out i took all my money I got some investors to get in, mm-hmm. get them to play. All together, I think I went down to Miami with about a quarter M, mm-hmm. right? To go down to Miami and start that business up. Mm-hmm. And bro, when I tell you that I had to redo my system over and over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's so many times where, where I've failed mm-hmm. with doing this in the last three years. But I had to revamp and redo some things, right? Which kept me going, mm-hmm. right? So there was plenty of times where I was like, yo, this may not be worth it. You know what I mean? Wow. There's times where I was like, man, this is just crazy. From There's so many hoops that, man, people were against us. People didn't want us to start. So prejudiced down in Miami, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So between that and people not wanting us to be there and, you know, a brand new industry and me not knowing anyone, right? We had to go to join all these different type of chambers, hit all these different type of meetings. We had to smile in so many faces and meet so many people and and beg and plea and tell, like, you know, this is a brand new industry. This is what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Give us a chance. Mm-hmm. Kicking as many doors as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was hard, bro. A lot of long nights. A lot of long days. A lot mm-hmm. of long nights. I mean, times where we was waking up early in the morning and being up to about three in the morning and getting up and doing it again and doing mm. it again and doing it again, bro. You know what I mean? Times where there wasn't money coming in. Mm. You know what I mean? Of course, there was times we were making a lot of money, mm-hmm. 
But then you got to know how to take that along with the, t- the times when there's m- no money coming in. Are you going to fold? Are you going to keep it going? You know what I mean? And, bro, I, I always tell people you're not a real entrepreneur if you don't think about quitting at least, like, once a day. You know <laughs> You're not going hard enough. Mm-hmm. You're not going hard enough. Your vision isn't going. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have those, those times, but you got to believe in your vision and believe that and, and know what you're doing and believe that this is going to pan out. The people who become successful isn't because they've done a magic, you know, any magic tricks. It's all about the people who stay true to what they're doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You keep you keep doing it and you keep doing it and when they knock you down, you get back up and you do it again. Okay, if somebody tell you no, okay, well what do I need for you to tell me yes? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? People be like, "Oh, wow, they said no to this." Okay, yeah. great. Well, what do what needs that to happen for you to say yes to me? Yeah. I'll change what needs to be changed for you to say yes, right? This is my system. Well, this system isn't good enough. Well, tell me what system is mm. that's going to make it work. Wow. And I'll make it work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of times, we're not the only bike to go into Miami. We weren't the first bike to go and try to get into Miami. Mm-hmm. It's just that when they said no to those bikes, they said, all right, cool. Pack up the bags. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> Different city. Different city. We're on to the next. Where we were like, okay. Well, what do we what do we need to do? What do we have to what who should we meet? How sh- what businesses should we get? What type of ordinances should we get? What type of permits do we need to get? Right? What do we have to do for you to say yeah, we were undeniable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To the point where they couldn't say no. We just wasn't taking no for an answer. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, man, we just became a hit. Right? <laughs> People started loving us out there. People see the bikes it started going crazy, you know what I mean? They saw what we, were, what we had going on and started going bananas, you know? And then, of course, the bikes are still evolving. I have some real cool things coming up with that that's going to be dope, right? Continuing to change. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought an advertisement for the bikes. Then I started getting into the boats. And then I started getting into club scenes. And then I started getting into real estate to make a whole tourism hospitality group. So now, you know, my vision for, you know, my business recycling is when people come to Miami and people do this all the time, people just hit me up. When they think of Miami, people think of Kyrie. Yep. You know what 100%. I mean? When people around here think of, of Miami, yo, the first thing, they do, yo, we'll be in Miami next month. Yo, every time someone <laughs> tells me they're going to Miami, the first thing, I send them your Instagram page, I send them the recycling page, I tell them who That's you it. are. It's the you first I mean? thing I do. Because, because and, and you were doing that because you see how hard I go at this, right? You, mm-hmm. see, you, you know, I'm constantly putting out to people that this is what we're doing. We're doing this in Miami. We're doing this in Miami. So now when people say Miami, you're like, cool, this is Kai. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when we're able to really get those things going... And when you're really able to put yourself out there like that, people are going to remember, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, you know, my thing is when people come out and hit me up, I want to be able to take care of your whole experience in Miami. I'll give you a place to stay. We'll do some uh, boats. I see you doing You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We'll do some boats. We'll do a bar crawl. You know what I mean? We go on a party bike. You know, we'll do some tourism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll do itinerary for you. We hit the different restaurants. We're partners of mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm trying to take care of a whole experience. When people come down to Miami, I'm not just a party doing. bike. Mm-hmm. Where people came down there and just wanted to do for the rides. Nah, that just pays the bills. Remember, I'm in this to be wealthy. Yep. Right? Rides pays the bills, but the advertisement, the boats, all those things would make me, you know, it's going to make the business wealthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and so to be able to change and adapt and continue to do all those things, have, 
have made me grow in that industry. If it was just about the party bikes, mm-hmm. if it was just about trying to drink on the bikes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not having to adapt to those rules down there, I would have been out of Miami. I would have been gone. It was like, you have to get up out of here. But my ability to be able to change and my team's ability to be able to change, I say, okay, cool, we can't have drinks on a bike. There's a lot of places to drink in Miami. Mm-hmm. Let's partner with these people. Again, you got to be able to be good with people. Yeah. Now I've had to go to these bars and these restaurants and these clubs and then explain what we're about and be able to connect with these people on a different level. They'd be like, we believe in this. Mm-hmm. Give me a shot. You know what I mean? And now when people come to Miami, instead of drinking on a bike like they can out in Nashville or something like that, they'll get on the bikes with us. I'll take them to three different locations. It's an hour and a half tour, right? I take them to three locations. They get their drinks inside at these places. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now I'm helping these people with their money. You know what I mean? Not only am, am I bringing, you know, giving my customers an experience, but now I'm bringing revenue to these different places. I don't want to be your competition. Let's be, I, can, why can't we all be friends? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why can't we all be friends? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to compete against you. Yep. I don't want people to say, oh, I'd rather drink with recycling. No. I'd rather you say, I need pe- recycling to bring people to drink with me. Mm-hmm. Now we're all buddies. Yeah. We're all in this together. Yeah. I get my money, you get your money. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so much money out here for everybody. We don't got to be selfish. Yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> I learned that originally about wealth. I think there's a mindset of like, you can have and I can't. Mm-hmm. But I try to tell people like, in a real sense, wealth isn't real. No. It's made up. It's made so it's because it's made up and it's imaginary, we literally all can have it. Yeah. Like they literally have a computer with a chip. That just says, this is the amount of U.S. dollars in circulation. It's like, Man. because that's being done, we all can have a part of it. You Man. know, They're going to keep printing money. Yeah, <laughs> They're going to keep printing it. They're going to keep putting it out there. Yeah. If they're going to keep printing it, I got to keep going after it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about how much debt the country's in. Because mm-hmm. they're going to keep printing more and more bills. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about putting more bills with Harriet Tubman on it. What? They're going to keep printing it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Joe Biden talking about put Harriet Tubman on a twenty dollars bill. They're gonna keep pr- now. They gotta print so many more twenties. Yeah. They're gonna keep printing these dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's and enough can, money to go around. They're not gonna take the old ones back. <laughs> what? Come on now. You just gonna put some more back in there. You know how many different hundreds are out there in the world? Yeah. The old hundreds, the 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 blue strips. There's so many different hundred dollar bills because they're just gonna keep printing it. You know, mm. and so we gotta make sure that we understand that there's enough money for everyone out here. The more selfish you are. Mm-hmm. The worse the worst is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You got to be able to spread spread the wealth, right? Mm-hmm. Be able to work with businesses instead of being able to try to compete against each other. Yeah, you know, that's it, man. That's it. So we still running on that. And then of course, I got into real estate. You know, as I said, that's that's one of the biggest things that uh, that we're involved in. We just now invested into Natilo, Miami down there. That's right? all that. Yeah. Like I told you, bro, I'm trying to take over Miami into a place where when people come out. I can take care of your whole experience. Yeah. So Nativo is a building that's going to be done in 2023, and it's the first home sharing approved building mm-hmm. in Miami. So we partner with Airbnb, we mm-hmm. partner with Expedia, we partner with all these different platforms. The Airbnb of China, the Airbnb of, wow. of the UK, the Airbnb of you know people that's out in Ibiza and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, um, it's it's a very exciting project, bro. So I can't wait to be a part of it. We're just continuing to expand on the things that we're working on. I, just to wrap it up, you know, I mean, the past, the, the final, you know, like 20 minutes. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that they might hear all this, see all this and think, oh, 
Kyrie was born with this. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of something you were born to do, mm-hmm. or like, oh, he's just naturally this, naturally friendly. But um, I've learned in my knowing you first mm-hmm. off, and just in my experience as well, what I've been through in my life, mm-hmm. that's not true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're not just born, wake up, and you can do all these things. So, yeah. please explain to people that it was a process, yeah, and what, what what that process like for you to become who you are today, and the things you're able to accomplish, and how your your productivity and all these things you're able to do now. Yeah, man. Of course, um, it, it's all a mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's. Your mindset on these things and being an entrepreneur and being self-made is is completely it's it's crazy. You know what I mean? This isn't this isn't for everybody. Which we'll get back to your point with the, you know, fake entrepreneurs versus the real entrepreneurs. Being an entrepreneur isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. There's a different mindset that you have to have and not everyone can have that mindset. And not everyone's born with that mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To your point. Mm-hmm. I wasn't born and be like, Okay, you're gonna be I'm gonna be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. My mindset and the things I've gone through put me into that state. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? When I was young, I realized that you know I was around people who were entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it was legally or illegally, you know what I mean? They were entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I learned. You know, when I was in high school as a freshman, I was selling, you know, candy and and, and Arizona iced teas in my locker. Mm-hmm. Right? Not because I said I was going to wake up one day and do that, but I was around people who were entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was around people who mindset was get it on your own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then as I started getting older and I really started, you know, things started becoming more complicated, mm-hmm. the mindset had to be there even more. You know, mm-hmm. where, um, which one thing I think helped me a lot with mindset is playing ball. You know, mm-hmm. you got football is 80% mental, 20% talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to have a different mindset. When you're playing ball, mm-hmm. and so that created my discipline and my toughness to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Because just like in football, there's people quit every day because it's too much. You yeah. know what I mean? It's too much. It demands a lot from you. Yeah. So you quit. Mm-hmm. Being an entrepreneur demands everything from you, and some people don't love it enough, don't believe in it enough, don't have the discipline enough, don't have the, you know, don't have the tenacity enough to really, really stick it through. And that's a mindset, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to take the L's just as easily as you take the W's. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be able to say, "I'm going to get up and I'm going to do this again and again and again and again until it works." Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say, "Okay, I'm going to do it again, do it again, do it again." And I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you just got to keep getting up and saying. Um, that I have to make this happen. You got to believe, and there's a lot of things you got to do, which, you know, I, I love how much of, of a reader you are. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because you don't learn these things on your own. You learn these things through books. Mm-hmm. You learn these things through motivational speakers. You learn mm-hmm. these things through podcasts. You learn these things through people who've done it before you. Mm-hmm. And those are the people, and those are the things that help you create that mindset. You know, everything I've told you today isn't anything that I figured out on my own. Yep. It's people who are in the positions that I wanted to be mm-hmm. telling me what to do and what mindset I need to have. These are people who have said that I'm going to fail and I need failure in doing this is inevitable. Mm-hmm. It's just about how you're gonna get up to become successful. What do you what tweaks are you gonna make to become successful? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that determination and if you don't have that willpower to keep getting up and figuring it out, you're going to fail. Mm. You know what I mean? 
It's just all about having that mindset that this is going to pay off. Um, people get stuck in their minds with a lot of negativity, mm-hmm. right? And when you have that negativity and you let it fester, and you that's just the first thing that's on your mind when you wake up, mm-hmm. what's going to come to you? Negativity. Yep. You're just going to keep on thinking negativity. And when you keep thinking negativity, negativity comes. If you keep thinking positive, you see mm-hmm. the positives in life. You see the positives of everything that's going on. Yep. Positivity comes into yeah. your life. And, and and speaking of reading, something I read that mm-hmm. goes really well with that was a book called As a Man Thinketh. Mm-hmm. And in the book, he articulates so well that, for instance, something as simple as an apple tree, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want an apple tree, you have to plant an apple seed. Because only an apple tree can grow from an apple seed. And mm-hmm. he compares that to thoughts and, and, and say you want to be an entrepreneur. Well, if you're constantly thinking negative and you're mm-hmm. constantly saying this can't work, well, the, the seed of thought of this can't work, mm-hmm. well, then it working can't grow from that. That's it. You know? That's it. That's it. it everything is about what you put into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you want a lot of, if you want a lot out of what you're doing, you got to put so much into it. Mm-hmm. You know? Because if you don't, you just, that's what's going to come out. You're going to get it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, this being an entrepreneur is, 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 is bigger than a lot of people think of, you know, think about, mm-hmm. you know, for an example, you have to literally do everything on your own. Mm-hmm. There is no handouts. Mm-hmm. There is no, you know, pe- there's no person that's sitting there setting everything up. Well, there can be, but mm-hmm. you got to have the money. Yeah. How are you going to get the money? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to go out there and grind on your own. Mm-hmm. So there's people who set up businesses and get things going and think that, you know, they can just pay people to do everything. But nobody knows your business the way you know your business. Mm-hmm. Nobody has the service the way you're going to service. Mm-hmm. So you have to work your business to be able to even show someone how to work your business. Mm-hmm. And then even when you do that, they still won't work it the same way you work it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you have to have a love for your business. You have to have a love for the grind. You got to have a love for the process. Yep. That is the biggest thing that people uh, mess up on. You, you get... They look at the glam of being an entrepreneur. They look at the people who, uh, you know, become rich. They look at the Steve Jobs. They look at the Elon Musk. They yeah. look at, you know, um, you know, all the Jeff Bezos of the world. They look at Jay Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they don't realize that it was a process for all those guys to get to where they are right now. Mm-hmm. And you have to respect that process. Mm-hmm. You gotta love that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't, you're gonna be asked out. You gotta love the process more than you love the results mm. you know because if you only love the re- and don't respect the process of it you know what i mean you're gonna you're gonna fail yeah. right because now you're not doing the things and you don't love the things that is required for you to become successful mm-hmm. you know process is so important process is the is the number one thing mm-hmm. right and just like i said before about the systems mm-hmm process is the same thing you know i take about every three months i take about a week to just break down my whole business from top to bottom Mm -hmm. you know and break down what are the things i need to do for me to make money Mm -hmm. from my products to my service to you know uh, my systems everything Mm -hmm. and i break it all down i see what's working i see what's not working Mm -hmm. and then once i put the process together now i gotta wake up and do it Right, mm. that is so important to people. People think they just go out, start a business, and get to work. Mm-hmm. What's your process to make this all happen? 
you got to go out. If I wanted to become a successful financial advisor, my process is I had to wake up. I had to do $40 a day. After I do those $40 a day, I got to put all my people into my systems. Mm -hmm. Then I got to go meet with these people and I got to do it over and over again. If I do $40 one day and then do 25 the next and do nothing the next day and do nothing the next day. And no, you got to keep it going. You got to keep that process going. And no, is it as exciting as closing a deal? Mm -hmm. No, right? Per se. Mm -hmm. But when you think of the way that in order for you to close the deal, you got to call this person and that fir- at that first beginning, the beginning of your process, mm-hmm. that's what makes it exciting. Yeah. You know, you got to fall in love with the things that you're doing. You got to fall in love with the process of making money. Mm-hmm. People only gl- only dream and glamour about the, the, the riches or becoming someone like a Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or Steve Jobs or Jay-Z or all these people. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that there's so much process that these people have to do for years. <sighs> To get to where they are. Yeah, what's right Jay-Z, now. like 50 now? Bro, he's 50. <laughs> he's been in the game since he was like 25, 26 years old. Mm-hmm. And he was hustling even before then mm-hmm. to get to where he is today. Mm-hmm. It was a process to be a Jay-Z, mm-hmm. you know? And Jay-Z is in love with the grind. Mm-hmm. Kobe. If, if you're going to be a Kobe Bryant, he is so remembered and loved not just because he was such a great athlete, mm-hmm. but he was such a great athlete because he loved the process. Mm-hmm. He understood how important it was to work hard and to mm-hmm. outwork other people and know that he had to get up and practice his jumper. He had to get up and practice his, his ball handling. He had mm-hmm. to get up and practice everything that he was doing yeah. so that he can show it in these games. Mm-hmm. He fell in love with the process. He was a hard worker. Mm-hmm. Anybody who is balling right now isn't only because... You know, they, they just wake up with it. Yeah. It's because they fell in love with the process of getting there. Yeah. You know, and if you're gonna if you're gonna get there and you wanna be a successful entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you gotta understand that it's gonna take a lot of work, mm-hmm. you're gonna take a lot of process and your process is gonna have to change. Mm-hmm. Right? Keep adapting, keep going, um, and, and you just gotta get after it, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's gonna be a lot of things that's gonna come up and you're gonna have to hurdle over it. Every time. You know, you're going to start a plan. I think we say this all the time. You're going to create a plan, but a plan never goes according to plan. Never. <laughs> never. Yeah. We could sit there. We could talk about this and plan this all day until we're blue in the face. Mm-hmm. Right? And we think, damn, we got it. It's never going to go according to how we think about it. I mm-hmm. it. Something's going to pop up. Yep. But what's beautiful about a plan is that you're not going in blind. Mm-hmm. So if you're taking a map and you're going and there's an exit that's blocked off, cool. At least now I know I gotta take this left. Yeah. It was something to be able to get us there. Mm-hmm. And now we gotta maneuver where we at to get back on board. Yep. All right. You have to have a plan, you have to have that processes in place to get to where you're going. Or unless you're just gonna go out there and just wing it. And again, that's never gonna be successful. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're gonna go in it and you're gonna fail hundred and twenty percent of the time. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? So anything that that I've been doing going forward, and and these are things I'm still learning. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm I'm just scratching the surface, mm-hmm. you know, of where I want to be at. Yeah. You know, I, I could I love to take my my victories right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I love to think about my small victories, and I love to to you know reminisce and to think about my resume. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool, man. I'm really proud of where I've become mm-hmm. and what I'm doing and where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But, bro. When I tell you there are people out there that make me look like 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It made me look, look so small. Yeah. Those are the people I'm trying to get after. Yep. You know, those are the people I'm trying to reach. These I have, you know, I know people who are making hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm I'm making baby money compared to them. Mm-hmm. I'm doing baby things that's compared to them. Mm-hmm. But they all started from where I'm at. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's a bright future ahead. Yeah. I, I sat with this guy on a boat, right? I was in Miami last week. And this dude in Miami owns 48 different hospitals <laughs> across Florida. <laughs> he has 48 yeah. hospitals. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I was expecting you to say a lot of things, <laughs> but owning hospitals was not Bro, one of them. 48 different hospitals, 48 different practices. What was your reaction when he told you that? I was just like, <laughs> I just sat there and just like, okay, I, could, I couldn't be, I couldn't act out of the norm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just like, well, in my head, I was like, what? Wow. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Amazing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I said, it's just a Saturday afternoon. He said, yeah, this is my boat. I just bought it last month. I wanted to take it out real quick. Welcome. Chill. You know what I mean? And um, uh, on his boat, he had other big hitters who managed 412 other hospitals. People who does that, people who making so much money, people in his circle, mm-hmm. right? And so I sat there and I asked him, you know, me and him was, you know, drinking wine together. We was ch- kicking it, chilling. And I asked him, I said, you know, Doc, you know, uh, you're 61 years old. I'm 27, right? You've been doing this for a long time, right? What advice do you have for someone who is like myself, who's starting out into this entrepreneurial world Mm -hmm. and want to be where you are one day, right? And he goes, um, there's three things, right? He said, first, always work for yourself. He said, you cannot be where I'm at or be some of the most powerful people in the world without working for yourself. So you just can't do it. Working for someone else, you will never get to this status. You have to work for yourself. The second thing is get your processes together and work. You have to work harder than anybody else. Get up every single day. Get to work. Know what your schedule is. Get to work. Every single day, you got to work on your business. You got to keep getting after. You got to keep grinding. You got to keep going. Right. The third thing, and he said probably the most important connections you have to network you have to connect he said people don't rise on their own like i was saying earlier he said you meet people that bring you to the next level Mm -hmm. right so he says okay you're meeting you're on this level you connect with someone that's bringing you on this level and so now he's bringing you around all those people that's on that level and then out of those people you're going to meet a few people who's on that next level that bring you to that next level Mm -hmm. and now you're on a level with a bunch of these people Mm -hmm. and then because that level, you're going to be introduced to someone that's on that next level. Mm-hmm. And they're going to take you to the next level. And it just keeps climbing the ladder. He's like, I'm still, I'm 61 years old. I got 48 hospitals. There's people who own 150 hospitals that I know. He said, watch this. We we go, we pull up to one of his friend's boats. You know, so I was like, oh, we're we going. He said, oh, we're about to go to Hallover Beach right here. My buddy is docked over there. We're going to say what's up to him. He, this guy has a 52-foot boat. We pull up to a guy that has a 90-foot boat. He said, this is said, this is that guy on the next level. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He looked over to me and said, this is the guy on the next level who's going to help me get to the next level. He said, you never stop connecting. You never stop learning. You never stop connecting with people and networking with people to get you to that next level. 
So now we're on this boat that's double the size of this guy that I was like, whoa, you own 48 hospitals. And now this dude owns way more than this guy who owns 48 hospitals. Right? Always connecting, always moving up in the world. And I, I said, man, that's huge. Thank you for that. Mm. You know? So it's, it's you got to just keep running with it, bro. You know, work for yourself, work hard, and then being still being able to be connected with the people that's going to just continue to drive you to the next level. You know, my, my pops tell me all the time, actually one of my best friends from high school, his parents told me you should not hang around people who, ha- who don't have just as much or more to lose than you do. You feel me? So don't hang around anyone who doesn't have just as much or more to lose than you do. That's who you should not be spending most of your time with. The people around you should not should always have more to lose or or just as much as you do, because if they don't, those those tend to be the ones who got they got nothing to lose. They're gonna do whatever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? But if you have something to lose or more, you know what I mean. More than likely, you're gonna keep grinding and not one not lose what you have, and say, "Cool, I gotta go up to the next level." Also, those are the people that drive you to get to those to the you know upper echelons of the world. Hmm. You know, yeah. so huge things, bro. Hmm. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, bro. You uh, as we wrap up, man. Yeah, thank man. you so much, Kyrie. It was of a course. blessing, blessing, blessing. So much value you just yeah, gave yeah. the world, bro. Whoever, wow. People who hear this are gonna be blessed beyond beyond belief. Yeah, man, I appreciate um, it, bro. Th- so thank you so much, bro. Thank you. Happy you take out the time to do this. So I'm grateful, and I know whoever listens is gonna be super grateful as well, bro. Appreciate it, bro. That's any, love. Man. Any wrap up notes you want to give to the people? Man, keep keep hustling. I'd love to know where to find you as well. Yeah, yeah. Keep hustling. Keep grinding. Um, uh, I'm on Instagram, Global Kai, um, G-L-O-B-A-L underscore K-H-I. Um, that's my personal Instagram. Um, going, coming to Miami, Rees Cycling Meet and Greet Party Tours, R-E apostrophe S-C-Y-C-L-I-N-G. You'll see us up there. Um, man, and I, I have a lot of different things that I do, man. I, I probably have about eight different LLCs, you know what I mean, that yeah. we're doing. Um, if you want to connect, you want to uh, see other things we have going on, um, just reach out to me, man. Um, I'll be more, to, more than happy to talk, bro. And I appreciate you, Christian, for putting me on here, bro. Okay, this has been a long time coming. Yes, sir. You know yes, what I mean? Sir, I'm yes, so sir, proud yes, of you, bro. Thank you. As, as I say every single time that we talk, man, I, your growth has been unbelievable. Um, and um, I'm so excited that you've been doing this, and I'm so excited for what you have going forward from here, bro. Thank you, you. you keep me moving. I'm like, I got to keep going so I can make sure he keep going. Yeah. I said, damn, <laughs> I, can't, I can't slow down. And Chris, because, you know, Christian's looking at what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He He's looking for me for guidance so mm-hmm. that he can't, you know what I mean? We can't be right here yet if, you know... If I'm still running, yeah. you feel me? So I got to give you something to keep on moving forward. Yes. So, so that gives me a lot. Uh, and your your progress is, is motivation to me, bro. Thank so you. I'm, I'm Thank proud you. of being, be, uh, to be in your life. Appreciate and, that, bro. And hear all the dope things you say about me, man. Thank that you. Makes me feel good, bro. That Appreciate makes me feel you, man. Good, bro. That's a Appreciate blessing. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. So once again, thank you for all our listeners. Thank you for tapping into Demigod Chronicles. Yes, sir. This is just one. Like I said, we're more than a podcast. We're an experience. And this is proof. So keep That's tapping right. in, keep growing with us, and keep looking forward to what's coming next. Gracias yeah. para escuchando, and let's keep hey. going, man. That's it.